overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Marie touched on that. The blood of the Lamb and the word of his testimony. Wow. You know, when God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, want to welcome in the Indianapolis campus. Boy, I'm fired up. Boy, we're going we gonna to get right into this thing, but let's just have a little, little salad, a little appetizer. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, I just want to, Indianapolis, you got to excuse me. You folks in other areas and big cities, you have to excuse me right now. But I just want to give, give Jesus a little praise for giving me the, the, the desire of my heart and bringing P.F. Chang to Fort Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Crispy honey shrimp all day long, baby. But you know, uh, that's not even appetizer. That's just... We're just in the parking lot right now of the restaurant. Now let's, let's have uh, the appetizer made me think about it. But when God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, and he told them to apply, they had very specific instructions to apply the blood to the doorposts, the top and sides, which symbolizes the cross. And so when the death angel passed through the land to destroy the firstborn, Firstborn males, firstborn uh, cattle, and everything. When the death angel passed through, the Bible says, "When said when I see the blood, I'll pass over." That's why they called the Passover. It it didn't make any difference. Some somebody said, "How can God bless me?" You know what? I haven't been really living right or. I'm not condoning not living right, but see, what we point you to as preaching the word, we, we point you to believing correctly, not trying to get you to behave correctly. Because if you believe right, you'll live right, okay? So I, I don't condone not living right, but what I'm saying is the death angel passed over them not because of how they behaved in the house, They were protected, they were saved, they were delivered, they were set free when the blood, when, when, the, when the angel saw the blood, they were passed over. So even when you're not doing all the things that you need to do or, or, or even when you fell into sin, you know what? You can claim your victory and receive all that God has for you and receive all of the favor. Not a little bit of favor. You can receive all of it because, why? Because none of it is based on your behavior. It's based on the blood that is applied through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen? <clears throat> That's a pretty good appetizer. Let's just, just uh, let me get my presentation ready. I'm so excited. And uh, while I'm getting that, we can do some review, but just a little bit of review today. Because we want to jump right in and uh, a lot of ground that I want to cover today, praise the Lord. Enemy number one. We're talking about, well, let me back up. Enemies of faith, 1 Timothy 6, 12 says fight. <coughs> we'll have that up in a moment. Fight. Everybody say fight. fight. We call this enemies of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Say good fight. Good fight. 
Okay. So the reason why we know that there are enemies to faith, because there is a fight to faith. So in order for there to be a fight, you have to have enemies. So if there's a fight, what kind of fight? The fight of what? Faith. So if there is a fight to faith, then there must be enemies to our faith. And so we're going over some enemies to our faith. Enemy number one that we talked about is what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge of the word of Christ. See, we need to read the Bible, and we're going to build on this, but we need to read the Bible through the lens of the finished work of Jesus. Amen. You know I got help today. I got help right now. I remind myself. I encourage myself in the Lord. I, I just, and I, you know why I say that? I say that to remind myself. Even though I know scriptures, I can quote almost all these scriptures without even looking at them. But I can, I can, sometimes as ministers, we can depend on our memory instead of depending on Jesus. Because you all have things that's going on in your life. How many of you have ever been here and uh, I've said things that directly apply to your situation? I hear a lot of amen. That's because... That's the Holy Spirit. It's not me. So that's why I want to let him minister through me. And it's a wonderful thing when he does that. And I, that's my aim every single week to allow the Spirit of God to minister through me. So I, I bring that up to remind myself. Amen. So uh, and let me say this. Welcome home. Why do I say that? See, when you know you're in the right church, when, when you can come here and you can get a word, when nobody knew, not, not even me, I, I didn't know, I don't know everything that's going on in your life, but you get a word from the Holy Spirit who lives in you, huh? and it's, it's, it's the Holy Spirit using me in, in, in my gift. And let me tell you something else. We, we had a little salad. Let's, let's get into some, let's, let's, was, was that an appetizer? I gave you a salad. Okay, let's call it an appetizer. Well, now we'll give you some salad. We may be out of order, but just give you, give you some, some uh, a little, little salad. You know there's no such thing as laity and clergy. You can't even find that in the Bible. You have the same anointing as I have. There's no middleman in the new covenant. You don't have to go through a priest, a prophet, an apostle, an evangelist, a pastor, or a teacher to get a word from God. God speaks to you directly. So get what God has for you today. Now, God uses me. This is what, what I do. But you have an anointing to do what you do. Discover that. You ever heard that laity and clergy? Th those concepts come from the old covenant when the people needed uh, a go-between. 
the, the prophet spoke on behalf of God to the people. In the New Covenant, the scripture says, nobody will teach his neighbor and every man teaches his brother, know the Lord. He said, they all shall know me. Talking about the New Covenant. Read it in Hebrews, I believe, chapter 8. All will know me from the least to the greatest. The person that just gets saved has the same anointing as I have. A lot of preachers don't like that, but that's salad. That's, that has some mixed greens in it. Amen. But we don't have no mixed gospel. It's pure grace. Amen. Fight! The good fight of faith. And the good fight means you win. Enemy number one is a lack of knowledge of the word of Christ. We've got some excited folks out here. And I got some help. Amen. And you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to teach you. Because, see, when I'm teaching, doing what I do, the spirit of God in you will not just give you or, or you'll not just hear what I'm saying Pay attention to the Holy Spirit in you, because as I'm ministering by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will give you things and tailor-make it to what you're dealing with in your life, and he'll show you something about what I'm saying. I know that's the case. People will come to me and say stuff. I'm amazed. They said, uh, Pastor, one time, one time you said this. They quote me, and I never said that stuff at all. I said some stuff like it, but they said it in such a way, it's like, that's really good. And I never said it. But I'm not amazed by that, because that's why when you listen, there's something about being planted in the right place. When you're planted in the house of the Lord, the scripture says you'll flourish. That's when you know when you're in the right place. When you, when you hear the message, then the Holy Spirit is just constantly giving you things. That's, that, that's beyond what I'm saying. Oh, wow. That's good, isn't it? Fight the good fight of faith. Okay, enemy number one, a lack of knowledge of the word about Christ. Enemy number two, a failure to act like God's word is true. A couple more things I want to say about that, man. You say you believe the Bible. Everybody say, yas. Say it like, say it like religious folks say, yas. Okay, if you believe it, then act like it's true. What if we acted like the Bible is true? Not just having scriptures up on the wall. How about this? Do you know the blessings of Abraham belong to us? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, Galatians says, that the blessing, Galatians 3.13, that the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles, that's us, through Jesus Christ. So the blessings of Abraham belong to us. See, I'm, I'm showing you how, how to look at the Bible through the finished work of Jesus. And so... The Bible says, see, see, we're connected to Abraham. If we're Christ, Galatians 3 says, how many of you are, are, are children of God? How do you become a child of God? Through faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Galatians 3.26 says, we're all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And verse 29 says, and if you're Christ, see, you, you said you're children of God. And, and, and so you're children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And verse 29 says, if you're Christ, then you're Abraham's seed. And watch this, heirs according to the Oh, man, I just got something right there. According to the promise. What kind of promise? What belongs to us? According to the promise. Say, according to the promise. Romans 4.13 says, And the promise that Abraham would be the heir of the world. We are heirs. If we're Christ, we're Abraham's seed heirs according to the promise that he would be the heir of the world. All things are yours. All things are under your feet. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. How many of you know when you're walking, you're walking on the world? I'm thinking about that song, Living on Top of the World. We Remember we used to sing that? Living on top of the world with Jesus. Amen. We're heirs, amen, we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Whoo, man, I tell you what, I'm preaching myself happy today. I got some help up here. See, that's why we depend upon the Holy Spirit. I didn't plan, you see how the Holy Spirit, I, I'm not smart enough to put that together. That's the Holy Spirit, man, giving us some stuff here, up in here, up in here. See, so you got to read the, the Bible through the lens of the finished work of Jesus. See, so, so when you... When you do that, let me show you how to read Deuteronomy 28. Now, let's look at some more of these, these promises, these blessings that belong to Abraham. Remember that the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to jump into a scripture here, but I want to preface this so nobody will, will misunderstand. I do know where Deuteronomy is. I'm trying to talk and chew gum at the same time. Praise the Lord. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, see, we're going to read verse 6, but I want you to see here that it says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Now, the way that I used to teach that was that, well, the, the blessings will come on, on you as long as you obey what the word says. Thank you for the house life. Amen. Y'all should have said something. I thought thought y'all looked a little extra dark today. <laughs> Okay, so watch this. It, it's, I used, I used to teach, I could only see the whites of your eyes, <laughs> you know, like in the cartoons and stuff. <laughs> Amen. I maybe you know we can have fun in church. <clears throat> now, I used, I used to teach this, listen carefully, as long as you obey, then the blessing will come on you, but if you disobey, the curse will come on you. Listen, there ain't no such thing as no curse for the New Covenant believer. Amen. We are, we are blessed and not cursed. There ain't no such thing as no generational curse. 
because we've been redeemed from the curse. Jesus took all the curse on the cross. All we are left with the blessings. We're left with the blessings. That's all we got. All we got is new covenant. Say, that's all I got. All I got is the blessings. All I got is healing, prosperity, and victory in every area of my life. Praise God. I got victory. You can't talk me out of it. My marriage is blessed. My family is blessed. My children are blessed. My finances are blessed. Hey! My body's blessed. Yes. Say yes. But I, I, used, I used to teach this wrong, but when I got to Revelation of Grace, I found out it's not dependent upon me keeping the word. Now, I keep the word out of pleasure, not out of obligation. I obey the word out of pleasure, not out, not out of obligation. I read the Bible out of pleasure, not out of obligation. I pray out of pleasure. Not obligation. I see now we may not get to enemy number three today. <laughs> but so, so Jesus, listen, he came. I don't have to keep all the commandments. We don't live under the Ten Commandments. He took all of the handwriting of ordinances that was against us and was contrary to us. And nailed it to the cross. What part of the 613 laws were the handwriting? The Ten Commandments. He took those Ten Commandments and nailed it to the cross. It said, it said listen, th those commandments were against us, contrary to us. See, the law wasn't given to make a man righteous. It was to show us we needed a Savior. It was given to show us we can't keep it. See, nobody can keep the law. You might be able to keep some every once in a while, but everybody breaks one of those commandments. Actually, everybody has broken all of them. No, 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 Pastor, I ain't never committed adultery. Well, Jesus came and took it, gave, gave the interpretation of the law in its original intent, and he said, guess, guess what, you know what he said? He said, he that looks upon a woman with adultery in his heart has committed adultery. So that would include all of us. Huh? I ain't never, hey, well, okay, all right, you got me there. And that includes you women, too, we flip it. You look upon a man with adultery in your heart. Huh? Nobody keep, everybody break the, breaks the whole, everybody breaks the whole law. Well, I ain't never murdered nobody. I never murdered anybody. He said, whoever is angry with your brother has committed a murder. If you, have you ever, anybody ever been angry with somebody? 
All right, well, you committed murder. See, because Jesus dealt with them self-righteous religious people. That's why I ain't never. Uh, that, that's why he started breaking it down. He said, this is what you say. This is, you say the law said, but I say. You say, thou shalt not commit adultery. I say, if you look at a woman. That's why they were so mad at him. He called them on all that stuff. They thought they was keeping the law perfectly and all that kind of stuff. Instead, if y'all keep, if y'all are still looking for something that you've kept, let me just say this: He that keeps the whole law, James says, but is guilty in one point, is guilty of all of them. So if you, so, if you broke one, you broke all of them. I mean, Jesus brought the, Jesus made this stuff so plain it takes somebody to help you misunderstand it. We just got to quit trying to keep the law. The law, Jesus is the only one who kept the law perfectly. He walked this earth, he kept the law perfectly, and he went and to the cross and he nailed all the commandments on the cross so we can be free. So if we look at this through the finished work of Jesus, we read Deuteronomy 28.1 under the lens of the finished work of Jesus, right? Enemy number one, a lack of knowledge of the word of Christ. Because if you don't understand the difference between the covenants, then you'll start pulling stuff out of the Old Testament that does not apply to you. I was guilty of it. Yes, you're blessed as long as you keep the word. As long as you do the word, then you'll be blessed. If you don't, Watch out. Do good, get good. Do bad, get bit. I mean, that was the old covenant. But in this new covenant, now it shall come to pass because Jesus diligently obeyed the voice of the Lord his God and observed carefully all his commandments that God commanded him that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Why? Because of Jesus. Because of what Jesus did for you on the cross. I'm blessed because of Jesus. Say, I'm blessed because of Jesus. Not because I diligently obeyed. But because Jesus diligently obeyed. All the commandments. Woo, man. Man, somebody ought to shout up in here. Okay, you believe the Bible. What about, what about Deuteronomy? Let's go down to verse 6. I'm going to need some help up in there. Man, my stuff is just not acting right today up here. Technology's failing me. But okay, I got some backup up at top. Praise God. Bless. You got it on your app. Get the Summit Church app. Y'all watch it online. You can find these scriptures on the Summit Church Indiana app. Search for it in the app store. You can even take your own notes and email it to yourself. Isn't that good? Just take those notes. We pay money for that app, y'all, so take advantage of it. Amen. 
And we got Dawn Pope. She writes out the she sketches in graphic pitch, picture form every message I teach. Actually, we're coming out with a, a compilation of all of her sketch notes from 2017. Amen. That's coming out. We're working on that right now. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So it's cool. What the Holy Spirit tells you and speaking to you about right here, you can write them right under, right under the scripture and email it to yourself. If you go down the bottom, email it to yourself so you got record of it. Engage. I love these technology tools that we can engage with the message. Okay. Enemy number two, a failure to act like God's word is true. Blessed shall you be, this is one of these blessings. Okay, I'll set you up for this. Say, the blessings belong to me. And it's not based on my behavior. It's not based on my obedience. It's based on Jesus' obedience. What if we believe this? What if we believe that we are blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out? Now, when the Hebrews look at this, they look at it as you're blessed in everyday life. Because you always, everything we do in life is coming and going. We enter and leave. <laughs> right? We leave the house, we go back home. We go to work, we go to lunch, we go to the store, we come and we go. You come in someplace, you go out. And that means you're blessed all the time. But what if you believe that? You're not blessed because you look blessed. Sometimes the, the circumstances don't line up. The crisis of life comes to all of us. But what makes the difference between somebody who, who is frustrated and nervous and somebody who's full of joy? See, joy is not dependent upon the circumstances. When I see myself blessed because Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. And I believe that the Bible is true. So I'm going to act like it. I'm going to act like I'm blessed. When they cuss me out at work, I'm going to act like I'm blessed. Because guess what? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words can never hurt me. Because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Now, some of what I just said is in the Bible. Say, I'm blessed. Okay, now, that's easy for us. We're in a safe environment. We're in a safe house right now. But, you know, when that stuff hits the fan, and you got circumstances looking at you and staring you down, you got bills piling up and don't know what to do. Look at those bills and say, I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. Say it with your mouth. Just say it. When it, when it looks like, I mean, it, I mean, your body 
feel sick. It doesn't feel right. Believe what the Bible says. By his stripes, I'm healed. I am blessed. I'm blessed coming in. I'm, everybody say, say, I'm blessed coming in. And I'm blessed going out. Man, what if we believe that? Say, I'm loaded. Say, I'm loaded. In Psalm 68, 19, say, bless be the Lord. I'm, I'm going to try not to jump off the stage right now. I don't want Indianapolis to lose me. I don't want to jump off that screen. Blessed be the Lord who, who once a week. Blessed be the Lord who on Sunday, who daily loads us with benefits. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all our iniquities. Who heals all our diseases. Who satisfies our mouth with good things. That our youth is renewed like the eagles. Crowns, he crowns us with loving kindness. He, see, the Bible says, don't forget all his benefits. We got benefits. Amen. See, don't just get excited on Sunday. On the way to work, you might let out a shout. On the job, you just let out. You, you may have to just go in one of them stalls in the bathroom and say, man, I'm loaded. I am loaded. These people, they don't know what they got up in here with me in, in this job, on this business. They don't know. They don't know who's up in here. I see some people will mistake that as arrogance. It's not arrogance. It's just knowing who you are. You are loaded. Man, and when you load it, you just, what am I talking about? Bel acting like the Bible's true. Acting like you're loaded. I'm loaded. How would that change your life? See, you, you know why people don't act like that? Because they are waiting on circumstances to determine whether they have victory or not. You have victory right now. Victory now. You have healing now. Why? Because it's finished. It's already done. I'm daily, tomorrow, man, that's why, that's, see, this right here will cause you to sleep peacefully. There's something about this word, and it's not just because you hear it on Sunday. You can teach yourself. David encouraged himself in the Lord. I had a, a businessman tell me, he, he came and he said, me and my wife, they came, they came here, and they, they don't go to church a lot, and they, they said, we slept better Sunday night. We slept better out of all the things that he said. I mean, he really didn't say too much other than we slept better that night than we had in a long time. See, it's because, man, when you, when you get in an environment, and you can create your own environment. I don't know if Ashley's there in, in Indianapolis. But she's uh, Ashley... Barnett, and she came and visited with, with us. We had company. <laughs> and she came over. 
Carla said Ashley was coming over and uh, while she was in town. And uh, so anyway, and praise God, Ashley's an international model. She'd been on lens crafters. Carla saw her on a big old poster in uh, whatever they call it, billboard in, 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 in Columbus, Ohio one time. She, we seen her on Claritin commercials. And, she, and, and the Lord put on her heart to, because Carla had been uh, asked to model for a, a, a fashion boutique here in Fort Wayne, a high-end fashion boutique, a couple of times. And Ashley said, uh, I want to help her build her por portfolio. And, and Ashley's getting her into, um, got her in a modeling agency. Amen. Because y'all know my wife is fine. Uh, I mean, you, you know, you know that, don't you? I don't even know what I've been was teaching on. What was I trying? Oh, Ashley. Okay, so so you get distracted. That's why I, I get 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 my mind on spiritual things here. Hallelujah. So so, why did I bring up Ashley, man? She came over to the house that night, and she said, uh, and she said, I slept good that night, better than I have. I've been having trouble sleeping, but I left your house. See, because you create the environment. And I'm not bragging on me. I'm bragging on Jesus. It's just, man, it's just, it's just a, it's a peaceful, you know, you have peace that passes all understanding. That's one of the things we're loaded with. You're loaded with peace. You're loaded with joy. You can't even have enthusiasm without God. Enthusiasm comes from, from a part of that word comes from a Greek word, ethos, which means the God within. That's just a little side, that's one of the little side dishes we just brought over there. That, that won't even charge you for that one. We're daily loaded with benefits, the God of our salvation. How many of you know that you're the righteousness of God in Christ? Yes. Jesus was made to be sin, who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. How many of you, you're righteous? How many of you know you're righteous? Um, you're righteous. Your righteousness is a gift. Hmm? Man, we... we we're blessed. One of those benefits, who forgives all our iniquities. All our sins have been forgiven. And see, in this new covenant, that's why we're able to forgive others. See, when you forgive others and don't have unforgiveness, that's a horrible way to live, to have bitterness and unforgiveness. And, right? So... We forgive in the new covenant. You know how we forgive? As God in Christ forgave us. We don't have to wait for them to do anything. Did you deserve forgiveness? We did not deserve forgiveness, but we were forgiven unconditionally. Isn't that good news? And we got the nerve to say, I ain't going to forgive that person, Pastor. You, you don't know what they did to me. What it's doing is, see, it can affect your health. That bitterness can, can eat you up inside. 
And watch this. People say this. I just, I thought about this. It's, it's like I just, I just came to this uh, understanding. And I said, you know what? That's so good. People say, well, they don't deserve forgiveness. If they deserved it, they wouldn't need any forgiveness. Some of y'all missed that. that, that that's, that's powerful right there. If they deserved it, <laughs> they wouldn't need any forgiveness in the first place. Let me ask you this. Do you, did you deserve it? See, when we understand how loved we are and what has been done for us through the finished work of the cross, then it's easy to love. It's easy to forgive. It is good stuff. You said you're righteous, right? You believe the Bible? This is not in your notes, but everybody say yes. <coughs> but don't don't be that don't be that religious. Well, yes, I believe the Bible, but then you 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 just you you nervous, you're frustrated, you're fearful, you're worried. When Jesus said, "Don't worry about your life," look at um, let me. Just let you hear this. Jot it down. Proverbs 10, 6. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. When you walk around, this is how you walk around. It blessings on your head every time. I mean, but you got to see that by faith. I'm using this Bible as like the blessing. The blessing's on, on you. Say, the blessing's on me. Blessing's on Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. See, so every blessing's on the head, on the head of the righteous. Everywhere you go, blessings on your head. Coming and going. Coming in, going out, the blessings on your head. Amen. Some of y'all can't do that. You mess your hair up, you know, all this. And these, these ladies, they get, they get so caught up in it. Oh, I'm going natural. Oh, I've been natural for years. Natural. So, wow, blessings are, say blessings are on my head. How do you know that? You're righteous. Yeah, the Bible says it, and the Bible says you're righteous, so the blessings are on your head. See, that's how you read the Bible through the lens of the finished work. You know, man, I am blessed. Every coming and going, what if we lived our life like that? Man, this right here, this will set you off. This, this, man, you don't know how good this is. I want you to practice that tomorrow. Wherever you're going, it's like, I'm blessed. You, you, see, when, when you, now you can say it now, but I want, I want, I want, you to, I want this to be in the, in, in the front, top of mind, when, when that somebody says something sideways to you on the job. See, because that's when you need it. When they, when they call and talking about we're going to cut your electric off. Or, 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 or you, you, you better pay this by the end of the week. Right? When you feel that. And you don't feel righteous. You don't feel like the blessings on your head. Even while you feel like you're not blessed, that blessings on your head. Even when you face with that adverse circumstance. Even when you get threatened. 
No weapon formed against you shall prosper because, see, in righteousness you establish, you established in righteousness. You, got, you, you have that breastplate of righteousness. You got, on the, you got the shield of faith. See, that's going to quench these enemies. See, again, what, what are we talking about? Enemies of faith. See, these things, that they're enemies to our faith, a failure to act like God's word is true. The devil tries to get us to doubt that we are who God says we are. And he throws these smoke screens, these circumstances. You got to be like that pilot. Because when that pilot lands, sometimes when they're storming out, you know, they, 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 uh, their, their instrument a pilot has to be instrument rated. He can't look around and, and say, oh, my gosh, it's storming out here. He's got to fight. He can't. Sometimes he can't see the runway. He's got to know how to fly by, by the instruments on that panel. Our instrument panel is the word of God. When you can't see your way clear. What does the instrument panel say? Huh? And see, so your family has to, you, 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 you got to let everybody know, hey, I, want you, I just want everybody to know when some people feel a little pressure in a family and bills are piling up or whatever, you got to just stand up, be a leader of that family. Put your head, head up and your shoulders back and say, I want to let everybody know up in here that everything's going to be all right. I want you to know we're blessed. There's a blessing on this family. There's blessings on our head. Amen. And that inspires faith. You want to inspire faith, infuse faith, and get on somebody with your faith. That's the reason why a president can't get up in the State of the Union and say, man, you know what? It is terrible, man. It's, I don't know what we're going to do. It's just, no, you've never heard a president get up and say, there's, you know what? There's just all this mess going on in the world. I don't know what we're going to do, man. These bombs pointing right at us, and, and I don't know what. The stuff can any time now. I mean, we can get struck, man, these terrorists, man. Y'all have no idea of the terrorist threats and attacks that we have and the kind of stuff that almost happened. A president can't do that, man. Everybody would be freaking out, man. It's like everybody be running for shelter and buying beans and storing up food, right? You know, how many of you know there's a lot of stuff we don't know about? That's why you can't, that's, that's why they, they can't get up. I don't care. They got to they gotta be smiling. <laughs> Amen. But see, we as believers, that's the way, that's the way we, how much more as believers who have all of this word, just act like the word of God is true, man. Man, I'm loaded. Every head bowed, every eye closed.